0: Hi everybody, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I have uh, the talented illustrator, Tiffany Gordon with me today. Hi, Tiffany, how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm doing great, how are you?
0: Good, I am so glad that you are willing to be interviewed and share with everybody your story uh, and your art journey. So can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: All right, well, I'm so happy to be here, thank you. So about myself, I started out um, in art at um, University of Georgia in Athens and started out with um, painting and drawing mostly. So I really had that traditional base. And then um, once I decided I wanted to um, continue my art education, I ended up going to um, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design in Atlanta to study illustration. for a MFA, but um, yeah. And so I ended up deciding that I really liked the book illustration market. And so that's kind of where my illustration has been focused in. And so I'm getting close to finishing my MFA in illustration with that focus in book illustration.
0: Wonderful, so can you tell us about the moment you knew you wanted to be an artist or an illustrator?
1: So um, it first started when I was in high school and I was trying to find some kind of elective to take, and I ended up taking an art class. And from that moment on, I ended up really finding my niche, like what I really enjoyed doing. And so um, anytime anyone would ask me, what do I wanna do when I go to college or what do I wanna do when I grow up? My answer at that point had always been, I wanna be an artist. Like I have no other idea what else I could be. That's just, that just feels right. And um, from then on, I just decided I wanted to keep pursuing it and really understanding that world and um, making sure that I could prove that I could (laughs) make a living in the art world being an artist and not trying to go into something like business, even though it is a business on its own, but um, just like really enjoying it from that point on.
0: So can you tell us about why you decided to go to graduate school?
1: So after I had um, graduated from my undergraduate uh, BFA, I started working retail for a little bit. And then as I was trying to figure out how to incorporate my art into my everyday life from my BFA, I found it a little more difficult trying to go the fine art route just because it I'd always kind of felt like I needed something that would communicate directly with a client or with the audience, rather than it just being my own expression of myself, because that's where I feel like there's that kind of difference between fine art and illustration. Um, So I always wanted to have that kind of communication and that connection with an audience. And so um, I decided just from that point, I'm like, I really want to do something that is going to make me happy, and I need to make that leap. And then just decided, all right, I'm going to grad school. I'm going to go for illustration. And I had always imagined SCAD being where I wanted to go because I actually initially really wanted to go to SCAD for my undergraduate, but I wanted to um, make sure that that was the route I really wanted to go, really going into art. So I decided to go to UGA for art so that I could kind of get a little bit of a different perspective first before going into that SCAD environment.
0: So what's your preferred media to work in and why?
1: So (laughs) that kind of goes back to my undergraduate and then how I made that transition um, to my graduate because in uh, my undergraduate, I worked solely traditional. So my favorite medium would be acrylic and then I really enjoyed doing watercolor and pen and ink and then occasional graphite. But since starting my graduate, Um, or my graduate degree, I really enjoy working digitally. And it was my first time learning it. Um, I first started in fall of uh, 2019. And it was my first time working with Photoshop and Illustrator and all that. And so I ended up starting out on my iPad, because I had gotten that as a gift and started using Adobe Fresco. And so once everyone was starting to learn Procreate, it didn't even cross my mind I just was always doing adobe fresco because that's how I started digitally and so now my choice of medium is doing digital um, fresco um, but then also I'll bring it into photoshop if I want to adjust it a little bit and um, I also really enjoyed starting to use Toon boom harmony for starting out learning 2d animation
0: can you tell us a little bit about your animations it's so adorable on your instagram so like, um, you know, what made you, prompted you to, to explore animation?
1: Yeah, so um, with animation, that's always been a source of inspiration for me. So anytime that I've thought of all the different illustrators that have been an inspiration for me, there are a lot of different um, like traditional illustrators, but I also have always been inspired by animated movies, especially growing up. And so um, I really wanted to see how I could incorporate my illustration and my work in illustration into animation. And so um, I decided to take a animation class at SCAD with um, Professor Jenna Zona, who is amazing with um, 2D visual effects um, animation. And um, so I started learning the basic, like the principles of um, animation there and um, just really getting into incorporating the characters that I would create in my illustrations into animation and really see them come to life and kind of have really, they just started to feel like they were now serving their purpose that they needed to serve rather than just sitting on a page, they could actually interact. A lot more with the audience and having more of that communication there um so i am still a beginner in animation but i'm really excited to incorporate that more into my work
0: well you're doing a great job for a beginner i would not think that you're a beginner from the stuff that i saw on your instagram it looked great so what type of oh you're welcome so what type of um you know, you kind of mentioned that you've been focusing on book uh, illustration. And so can you tell us a little bit more about um, why that book illustration kind of hit that point for you as being the type of illustration you wanted to do? And, and specifically, what kind of book illustration, since it's such a wide variety of books that there you can go into?
1: Yeah, um, so I actually... When I was first joining the graduate program I also had the intention that I really wanted to teach down the road and so I figured that um, I would work best in a college environment for teaching so I that's why I went for specifically the MFA so I could be a college professor um, and with that in mind also I always jump back and forth with my stories okay. so <laughs> Um, when I was doing my painting in my undergraduate, too, a lot of my paintings and my whole series of paintings would all focus on narratives and mythologies, folklore, and um, really exploring all the different varieties that there are within different cultures. And so then that also led me to learning more about the theories of Joseph Campbell and seeing how um, they all can kind of universally, universally, I feel like that sounds weird. They all connect essentially. And, um, it, and they all like have their own variations based on their culture. And so that led me to doing all of my different mythology narrative paintings. So then jumping into doing my graduate degree, I wanted to continue with um, focusing on a narrative but then also thinking about the different morals and lessons that come from those different types of mythologies and folklore and also how I really like to help others with um, like learning new things and with just really improving their craft and their conceptual thinking and everything. Um, So I was thinking of a way of how to combine the two and it actually wasn't until I started just playing around on Snapchat one day, surprisingly, where um, I had a funny little pug filter on my face. And I decided one day I'm going to draw that. And I did, and that was the birth of Grandma Puggy Paw one of my characters. And so then from then on, it just, everything started to spiral from there. And they all, it all started to mesh together to then going into me really finding Inspiration and excitement in children's book market, and um, really getting into publishing and um, first focusing on children's books because I feel like it's good to kind of have an initial focus at first and then to eventually let yourself branch out and expand and see where else your work could also function and what other audiences it could connect with. So um, that's just kind of where I started getting into. Children's books.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you did because then we got to kind of connect and share our interest in children's books. And so it's always um, just so much fun when you run into somebody else who is that passionate about the topic and you're like, oh, I can learn so much from that person, or just, you know, chat about what we're working on. So, um, yeah, it's been wonderful. I'm really glad that um, the professors mentioned you. But yeah, but it's good. Um, So who are some of the artists, if you have any specific artists or illustrators that have inspired your work? So (laughs) it's kind
1: of a combination of different types of artists. Um, So as far as illustrations go, I've always been attracted to the work of Abigail Larson just for her expressive line work that she has. And then I really love the fun nature and feeling that's behind Nathania Erica's work. And then um, I also really enjoy that fantastical traditional approach of Brian Froud, especially with how that was incorporated into Dark Crystal um, with Jim Henson. And um, then I also really love the humor that's behind the work within the Jim Henson company. And then Um, I also take a lot of inspiration from different animations and music, and so um, a lot of inspiration for how I generate ideas could potentially come from a favorite musician artist of mine, uh, the band Seawolf, and then also um, the humor and the fun nature of animation of Bluey from Disney. Like, it's just all over the place, but a lot of that whole collective of everything just adds to inspiring what I do.
0: So how do you maintain a kind of a work life balance as far as managing, whether it's your schoolwork, whether it's just being able to find time outside of illustration to connect with your friends and family, like any tips that you can share with us to get that, kind that of balance?
1: That is the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> There are times when I really don't know how to balance it, but if there are times when I just am sitting down, I'm like, okay, I know I need to work right now, but let me first work on making a schedule for my working because it's really hard to work when I'm not organized, even though my studio may differ from that opinion because it's typically always disorganized, but I'm trying my best um, just like everyone is. But um, most of the time what I'll do um, when I finally do get that chance to create a schedule for myself is make sure that I'm setting time for work and then I make sure I stop at a certain time. Because if I continue, if I let myself continue to work the entire day, I won't stop until I go to sleep. And so it gets really hard to step away from the computer and away from the iPad and let myself just breathe. And so um, I started trying to, uh, like, watch certain shows where I couldn't work on my iPad at the same time. Like, there are ones that I don't need subtitles for, where I can just listen to them as I'm working, and I've already seen them before. But then there's others where they have subtitles, and it's in a different language. So I can't focus on something else when I have to read the content. So I'll do those kind of little things to really trick myself into not working so I can relax. Um, So at the moment, it's more so that I'm setting a schedule for myself where I stop working at a certain point in the day and then I can refresh the next day. And then um, I try to think of my sketchbook as my personal time, not as my work time, because then that way I can really enjoy my sketchbook. But it's also going to eventually add to my process and my work time.
0: So what's something you would tell yourself if you could travel back in time about your art journey a bit of advice to your younger self
1: i would say trust your first mark do not overthink it because any that i've made something and it ends up being really messy in the end and i don't like how it turns out it's because i kept on rethinking what I was doing I kept overthinking it I kept overthinking the line and most of the time the work that I enjoy the most is something that is very spontaneous and I don't overthink it and I just make the line and it ends up and maybe I have to retouch like a shaky line here or there but at the end of the day I just need to trust my initial instinct of making that first mark is what I would tell myself.
0: So after you've created all the art that you wanted to make, what would be three final truths you would leave behind?
1: So um, I would say don't take life too seriously because life is way too short. Um, Follow through to the end. So if you're going to start something, make sure you finish it. Even if it's a work of art or if it's a TV show, or it's a plan that you had for organizing your day or whatever it is, just follow through to the end because it, it feels better when something's finished rather than completely unfinished. and You never come back to it. It just feels like it's lingering behind you. So follow through to the end and then loosen up and let yourself have fun with the process, whatever it is, Because um, it's those moments when you finally let yourself breathe and relax when you're doing something is when you actually can enjoy your time and feel like you're living life rather than just always being on edge, wanting to get to the finish line. It's like, just enjoy, enjoy the time, enjoy the process, loosen up.
0: Well, those are great words of advice for our audience. And then we're, we've been talking about you and your artwork. Where can people go to see it?
1: Yeah, so um, I have a website that is um, www.tiffanygordonstudio.com. Um, and then I also have work on Instagram. And the handle name is Studio. Um, so I'll usually post most of my uh, professional clean work on my website and then a lot of my um, some of my professional work but a lot more of my personal work and work in progress on my Instagram
0: wonderful well um, everybody I'll put those in the description box in the podcast uh, notes Um, but Tiffany thank you so much for talking with me today it's it was a delight and I know that you will be highly successful in whatever avenue you choose and especially in children's books because I mean I can see the passion that you have in the in the process of it writing and illustrating your own book work so yeah so best of luck with everything and thank you everybody for listening to my creative life bye
1: thank bye thank you